The Unconditional Boundaries Podcast, Episode 7, Boundaries versus Barriers. Welcome to the Unconditional Boundaries Podcast, where I show you how to use boundaries to add more love and freedom to your life. Hello, everybody. On this episode, we're going to talk about barriers versus boundaries. We're going to talk about the difference between the two and why you might want each one. Now, I've said in previous episodes that the boundaries, unconditional boundaries, was obviously the name of the contract, the name of the podcast. So obviously boundaries is what I focus on. However, there are some times when we want a barrier instead. And how do you know when you want one or the other? And as I've said previously, it's essentially, basically, it's boundaries help you connect. So if you want to connect with the person in question or people in question, then you would use boundaries. And barriers help us keep us safe from those people. So if you're trying to be safe from those people, then you're going to create uh, barriers instead. And one of the key points of that is you can't have both. You can't be safe from someone and connect to them. Because in order to be safe, you have to prevent vulnerability. In order to connect, you have to be vulnerable. Connection doesn't happen because I like you and you like me. Connection happens because I've shared something with you that's personal or that's intimate or that's uniquely me. And, or you shared something with me. And, and often in most relationships where there's, where there's connection, there's a bit of both of that. Now that doesn't mean it's deep, dark secrets. It might mean that, you know, I like blue and you like red, but not everybody does. You know, that's sharing something intimate. It's not deeply intimate, but it is intimate. It's something about me that isn't true for everyone. Connection requires that vulnerability. I want to share things with you that are true about me that aren't necessarily true about everybody. And how, how deeply vulnerable you go determines how deep the connection is. On the flip side, if you don't want to be vulnerable with a person or you felt like you have been vulnerable and they've betrayed that, or you fear that they're going to hurt you or that you decide you don't want to, to risk the hurt, that's when you want barriers. Barriers allow us to stay safe from the people or situations in question. Hell, barriers even stay safe from ourselves. Many of us create barriers in our own lives with ourselves. In other words, we don't let ourselves access certain parts of our internal desires, of our internal feelings. Um, in fact, a lot of times people have barriers to their own emotions or at least to their negative emotions. Um, a lot of this is what, what men are accused of doing a lot. And, and although do men, plenty of men do it, I know just as many women who do it as men. Um, so I don't think it's a man's only thing. And I believe that, that that is because of the barriers that we've put in place. Those feelings have hurt us. Those feelings have caused us harm. So we block off those feelings. An example of this might be when you're little and your parents say, often the dad, but not always, often will often say, suck it up or walk it off or don't cry. 
It's often dads that say things like this, but what moms often do is they try and fix whatever's causing the child to cry. In other words, sending an internal message, please don't cry. So often what happens is children get this message that crying is bad and by, def and, and by extension, emotions are bad, feeling is bad. When we get the idea that emotions are bad or feelings are bad, we put barriers between ourselves and our emotions. And it's those barriers that, that, that disallow us from connecting even to ourselves. And that's where boundaries with ourselves can help. Boundaries with ourselves and our own internal feelings and our own internal reactions can help us decide what, we want to, what reactions we wanna have how we want to be treated even by ourselves. And boundaries with other people are simply an extension of that. I don't, want to, I don't want to risk harm from certain other people, so I'll put a barrier up. Or I'm willing to risk harm, but I'd rather not feel harm, so I'll put up a boundary. Boundaries allow the risk while determining the actions, deciding on the actions when those risks are, are taken. Boundaries give us the choices of what to do on either side of the boundaries. As I said in the last episode, when I just talked about setting up boundaries, the boundaries that we set up give us a place to go, give us a decision to make, give us pre-decided actions to take when our boundaries are crossed or are when our boundaries are honored. Uh, with barriers, it's a similar situation, although the actions are much, often much more extreme and much limited for much more limited for options. And because barriers are designed to keep us away from those people, to prevent connection. I don't want you to know about me and I don't want to know about you. So a barrier might be blocking somebody on Facebook. It might be asking them never to talk to you again. It might be never going to visit them again. It might be not contacting somebody or, or interacting with somebody, or even if they're in the same job, in the same building, in the same place, you just choose not to interact with them. Boundaries don't necessarily mean never either. Although that is the examples that I gave uh, that are not always the case. Sometimes we need barriers until we can put enough boundaries up in our own lives so that we can help ourselves to feel safe. And then we can change those barriers into boundaries for that same person and allow them back into our lives. Oftentimes this is what happens in broken down relationships. <clears throat> when one side or the other has been hurt, Sometimes we put in boundaries in place, or sorry, barriers in place to protect us from the harm that the other person might've caused until such time as we can effectively practice boundaries in our own lives and learn how to practice boundaries with other safer people. And then we can remove those barriers with the person who harmed us in the first place and replace them with boundaries that we can trust. And sometimes, I've even seen sometimes where relationships get back together after the barriers have been up. It's not, not often, but it does happen if one or especially if both sides are able to create boundaries in their own lives. In which case, they're able to trust themselves instead of trying to trust the other person. Because when you can trust yourself, it's a lot easier to trust the other person. It's a lot easier to trust another person isn't going to harm me when I know what I'm going to do when I see the harm coming. When I see the, the harm about to happen, I trust my abilities to react to it before it happens. 
And that doesn't mean that I that I can see all the signs that I that I always know when somebody's going to harm me. It doesn't mean that. It means that when harm happens, I trust myself to be able to recover from it. And so barriers is what we use to prevent connection. Barriers is what we use to keep ourselves safe. Barriers is what we use when we don't want to take the risks. And it's important that we understand the differences because oftentimes we use boundaries. We say boundaries, but we're using them to keep ourselves safe. And you can't have safety and connection. They don't exist together. One, work, one prevents vulnerability and one requires vulnerability. You can't, they don't exist together. Now you can have them at different times in the same relationship. I can put up barriers between my girlfriend and myself, in which case her and I aren't gonna be together. We're not gonna be connected. We're not gonna be sharing. We might be technically dating. We might be on the screen dating or on paper dating, but that doesn't mean that we're, that we're feeling loved or choosing love or offering love, or even connection, or sharing, or compassion. When we put up barriers between ourselves, and especially between ourselves and somebody that we care about, we are putting that, that caring on hold, if not destroying it completely. But usually, we're just putting it on hold. And you won't get love. You won't receive love when you put up a barrier not even from yourself. You put up a barrier between yourself and your emotions, that's the reason you don't feel loved all the time. You put up a barrier between yourself and your spouse, that's the reason you don't feel loved by your spouse. If they put up a barrier between themselves and you, that's the reason they don't feel loved. Oftentimes, you can feel loved if you don't have a barrier because you've only got boundaries and boundaries allow you to connect to them but it doesn't allow them to connect back to you because they've got a barrier where you have a boundary. And that's where oftentimes most conflicts happen in relationships because one side is trying to protect themselves from harm and the other, time, the other side is trying to connect and allow the harm. And that's why this conversation is important for between, between couples. Do I want boundaries or do I want barriers? Now you can have barriers in certain situations. If you put up a barrier, between yourself and your, like if you if you sit down with your partner and you guys decide we're gonna put up a barrier around the conversation of children. I never ever want to have children and we're gonna put up a barrier around that conversation. We're never gonna have that talk conversation about children. Now, as long as that's agreed upon by both sides, now you have a barrier and you can go on and not have to worry about that. Uh, it's more common, more useful and more practical to have boundaries around the conversation with children but you can put up a barrier. Barrier can work too. And you can still have your relationship, a full relationship in every other aspect and just not ever talk about children. Same with thing with marriage or, or sex or many other things. You can, you can put up barriers. Matter of fact, most friendships have barriers around sex. Most friendships don't talk about having sex with each other. That doesn't mean they never do, but most don't. So boundaries are, are a way to allow vulnerability in a situation with another person with yourself to allow that connection to allow the exploration of those of those possibilities to maybe decide that i want to evolve those or change those or maybe i like them or don't like them and 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 that's the point of connection is to experiment and to play around with rules and to maybe evolve my values and to see if there's something better and to really find the love and 
and happiness and joy and friendship and companionship and support and all the wonderful things that connection gives us. Barriers, on the other hand, keep us safe from those things. Those things, same things that can offer us love and support and companionship can also offer us trauma and pain and hurt. And that's the point of, of vulnerability is those are the risks. So if you find something you don't want to take those risks though, with, a person or a situation you don't want to take those risks with, then put up a barrier. You might put up a barrier around some of the, around some of the fears you have. I don't want to jump out of a plane, so I'm going to put up a barrier around that situation. I'm never going to get in a plane where I might have to jump out of it. I might get into a regular uh, commercial plane where the chances of jumping out of it are, are, are so small to, as to be minimal. But I might, but I won't get into a plane where the likelihood is, is you know, a possibility. Never mind a probability. I'll never go skydiving if that's the boundary I have, or if that means if that's the barrier I have. If I put up a barrier in place, when you're setting it, when you want safety and connection, you use boundaries to tell them how you want to be treated, so that they can decide if they want to treat you that way. And when they put up boundaries of their own lives, you can decide if you want to treat them that way. Because boundaries allow us to decide whether or not we want to connect with a person. We don't have to put up a barrier to prevent the connection. We just, we just can just, we can just decide we don't want to. There are plenty of friends that I don't have barrier or boundaries with. Plenty of people that I don't have barriers with. Plenty of people that I haven't put up walls between me, them and me, and neither have they. We just don't talk anymore because I don't like their boundaries and they don't like mine. And that's fine. There's also no resentment in those relationships. There's also no hard feelings in those relationships. If we ever do meet on the street or, or, or at some kind of an event, we pick up like we've always been friends. Because I understand your boundaries. You understand my boundaries. I just don't like most of yours. And you don't like, just don't like most of mine. However, there are still situations where we can interact. And we do. Just, there's just enough where we don't want to that we don't make an effort to keep the friendship. But if we happen to run into each other in different places, then we, we act like the friendship still exists because it does. I don't need to put up barriers in, in place to prevent that relationship. Neither one of us is actively pursuing it because we just don't enjoy each other's boundaries. Again, barriers isn't the only way to keep people away from you. As a matter of fact, effective boundaries, if you have very effective boundaries in most aspects of your life, you'll very rarely ever need a barrier. And some of us don't know how to do that yet. So sometimes barriers are a great way to learn how to build boundaries. We put up barriers to keep ourselves safe from certain situations so that we can learn and, and practice building boundaries in other situations, in situations that we don't feel as dangerous, as harmful, as risky. And when we get effective boundaries in those areas and we start to feel a little bit more comfortable with boundaries and a little bit more comfortable with ourselves and other people, then we, then we can take down some of those other barriers. And sometimes we won't ever notice that they, we've taken them down because we just don't care if we see that person anymore. We might not avoid them anymore. We might unblock them from Facebook, but that doesn't mean that we're ever going to actually try and interact with them. We don't have to. That's not a requirement. To sum up again, to re, to to reiterate the point, boundaries are a way to connect with people and they require vulnerability. So if you're trying to connect, you want boundaries. Barriers are a way to separate ourselves from people, to protect ourselves from people, to offer safety. They're a way to disconnect or prevent connection. That's when you want barriers. That's when you use 
barriers instead of boundaries to keep ourselves safe. I hope this was helpful. If it was, drop me a line. And if you want help setting up boundaries or barriers, let me know, see if I can help. I'm sure I'll be able to offer something for you. You know how to contact me, the information's at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Unconditional Boundaries Podcast. If you'd like my support in creating boundaries in your life, you can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash unconditionalcoach or you can contact me at unconditionalcoach at outlook.com.